We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. I'm quick on the trigger with targets not much bigger than a pinpoint of number one. Now there's a reason for this. But my score will Debbie Reynolds, Annie, get your gun. No, no, no Annie, get your gun. You are correct, sir. But who is that singing? Betty Hutton? It is the 1999 revival. Okay. Oh. Featuring the birth, featuring today's, one of today's birthday girls, that is the incredibly talented Bernadette Peters, who is 75 today. My son Matthew has had the biggest crush on Bernadette Peters his whole life, since he was a little kid. With good reason. uh, All good there. There you go. Well, happy uh, Tuesday. Are you you good? We we, we have the ability. You've been, just everybody just... Mike's been in studio about 30 seconds. Tampa Bay traffic <laughs> issues? I'm so sorry. We had, uh, Eric and everybody yeah. was on us. I don't Red alert, no, red alert. So no. just want to make Never sure you're miss, good I can't miss 735. That. I don't miss hashtag 735. Well, we've, done, mean, se- I, we've done hashtag 735 on the phone from, right. from the Howard Franklin Bridge before. Right, right. But we not, have no, done. no, no, we're here. We're live in living color, watching <laughs> on the good. Salem News Channel and covering it all. And, uh, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good to go. I'm getting good, used to good, these good. Uh, Hair trigger moments. You know? <laughs> it's, well, it, it's who ninety was it? miles an hour over the Howard Franklin Bridge. I got to tell you, if there's anybody who, in her, I don't know how legendary this was, but in her radio days, and she's since flown that coop for television. Nobody was more famous for walking into a studio from the parking lot with ten seconds to go than Laura Ingram. Oh really? I, I mean, oh, dude! I mean, I think their the years, producers producers had to do the first five ten minutes of that show sometimes. And I love Laura. Laura's great on TV, and she was great on radio. But wow, you could you could feel the tension from the staff. Would she in fact be here as the as the opening music? Uh, Eric began. Eric Hansen, who's been with me now twenty two years, he has said over the years the best shows we do are when I am super late and I come running into the studio at the last second and there's because no the show adrenaline prep. is flowing and you're just show prep. Yeah, I guess because I'm kind. Of riffing a little bit, you know, because yep. we all have a stack of stuff that we prepare and everything. Well, sometimes show prep is out the window. Sometimes show prep is turning the mic on and saying, oh, hello, here we are. That so, is correct. And yep, so yep, when yep. you can wait, when you're talented enough to wing it, dog on it, that's what you do. But there are <laughs> days where Scott Adams gives us enough material that we, you know, we don't need to do a lot of show prep. We just have to kind of respond and react and opine. Yep. So you go ahead and you start. Here we go. So here's, so I, and I explained this to the audience in the first segment, but for those just joining us, Scott Adams is a brilliant cartoonist. He's had the Dilbert strip forever. It's a great strip and it's not particularly political like ever, but he is. He has revealed himself in the past years as a really ardent. And an assertive conservative, which I have enjoyed greatly. That also means that everybody's going to have the long knives out for him, just waiting for him. Mike, as they're waiting for you, they're waiting for me, they're waiting for anybody in politics or media, cartooning or radio or TV or whatever. Any conservative that just just d- gives them any amount of reason to pounce, they're going to pounce. So, as you and I have discussed countless times, don't give them a reason to pounce. Choose your words carefully, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, did Scott? do that in this instance. He was observing about a poll, and it's a sad poll, and it's something you and I could talk about and probably not get ourselves in trouble. 
It was a poll of black people, and it asked a bunch of black people uh, about what is your reaction to the following statement, you agree or disagree. And one of the statements was, and you can argue with this all day long whether this is a stupid question, one of the statements was, it's okay to be white. Now, I don't even know what that means. If somebody hearing that would think, well, I mean, you think, well, what difference does it make? Sure, it's okay to be white. But does that mean that privilege is okay? Does it mean the supremacy is okay? It's a confusing, weird question. So a pretty alarmingly high number of black people in the poll disagreed with that it's okay to be white. And so Scott Adams had a little something to say about that. It's about 30 seconds. Here we go. So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. Mm-hmm. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, Here we go. the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Can you defend was, that? Uh, no, of course not. It's stupid. It's uh, indefensible. And it, so, it, yes. it, but, but here's the challenge we face. We're so mm-hmm. used to being canceled mm-hmm. that we instinctively circle the wagons and we say, oh, this is unfair cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Um, the, here are, this is a guy who makes his living as a syndicated cartoonist, and he works ostensibly for these newspapers and these publications yeah. that carry his work. Mm-hmm. And if they say one of our employees essentially has said something so reprehensible and racist and wrong that we're not going to carry his cartoon, we instinctively say, now, wait a minute, You're, it's a cons- he's a conservative, mm-hmm. so we, we don't want to let this happen to him because, you know, th- this is like Mike Lindell all over again. Well, it's not Mike Lindell all over again. No. Mike Lindell has never said anything close to that. There's a lot of people on our side who do get canceled for, for not expressing really awful views and listen, you can sit around all day long and try to come up with the merit of that. Was he was he trying? And I don't know enough about this. Maybe you can fill in the blanks. Was he attempting to be satirical? Well, he he said in his comments following that were either meant to enlighten, illuminate, or save his career. That uh, of course he's not talking about viewing anybody in a racist fashion. He's simply taking a look at something attitudinal and saying, if this is the way people feel about me, that that's those are not circles in which I'm going to navigate. And there's a way to phrase that, and the way, and it's not hard to do. It's not hard to do. Let's try. But it wasn't. Seconds. But it wasn't satire. It, it wasn't. No, he no, was literally no, saying no, no, white people yeah. should stay the hell away from black people. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, there's, uh, there's just there's no defending that. But and here's the and, thing. But here's the but, well, but here's the thing. Here's how I feel about his. You can call it kid. Here's how I feel about all these newspapers: Dallas Morning News among them, Washington Post. The dropping him like a hot rock. The, if there were a radical liberal cartoonist with a strip in the morning news or the star telegram or something like that, who said something really, who said something that offended me, would I be banging the drum for that cartoonist to lose that strip? I would not. And all of these newspapers dropping Dilbert, it is so phony. It is such virtue signaling. It's like, ha, we got one. 
That's why they're doing it, and you know that's why they're doing it. It's not because real readers or even real people in the in the, the readership of these newspapers rose up with indignation. The activists got him. He stepped into the bear trap. It's totally his fault. But the, this mass cancellation is, is just a massive act of virtue signaling. What well, I'm, I'm, perhaps. I mean, I don't know that the newspapers are reacting because they're having an outcry from readers. I don't think that they're. I think the newspapers are saying chance. we don't want somebody who we pay money to, or I, I, I don't even know how syndication even works with cartoons. But we don't want but, to to have somebody represented on our pages who's capable of saying but, but, something like that. Mark, true, sometimes and that, you and have to be able. No, sometimes you got to be able to say it is what it is. Absolutely, <laughs> you know? but but once again, but a uh, th- th- imagine a cartoonist. I, I don't know. Uh, is, is there such a thing as doing very anymore? That's is what about is no, no, but then let me give you a what about. I will admit that it's what about is. What about if we had a liberal cartoonist who said something, and I don't know how to make apples and apples, maybe some some big, bold CRT kind of thing, some big, crazy, you know, America is a horrible white supremacist uh, hotbed. Let's say we had a cartoonist who said that, which is an incredibly stupid, racist thing to say. Would I be banging the drum for them to lose that cartoon? No. But no, it's not about, I don't you don't, care. But, you don't, but but it doesn't matter what you, what drum you bang. You don't I run know. the newspaper. I, if if well. you had somebody working for you, let let's go apples to apples. You got mm-hmm. a team there, and you've got people that work with you and for you. Um, I've got a team here. If somebody on my team said something that is inherently stupid and racist and wrong, would I have an, uh, a, a prerogative to say, as the employer, yeah, I'm not going to have that person on my team? Of, of course you would, but the example is is a little flawed. For the news, the newspaper gives, cart- gives cartoons and editorial content to a vast audience. I think the only thing that should get a cartoon or a columnist or whoever blown off from a newspaper is if real readers r- are repulsed. Revolt? Are, no. are, exactly. If they run no, a poll, you know, they, they should run a, they, they should, well, if they did an online poll today, every activist from here to the moon would come after Scott Adams. Uh, so Scott Adams did something idiotic. He is, his, the, the, his quandary is his fault completely. Uh, however, the mass cancellation, the mass dropping of his cartoon from newspapers is nothing but virtue signaling and is not righteous indignation. The Mark, the Mark Davis, the Mark Dis, Dar, Davis they, consistency test, private businesses, and they absolutely. have a right to hire or they fire totally whoever do. they want. Want. They totally and they, do. And they don't want true. somebody on, on their masthead who's capable of saying something like that. Incidentally, yeah. I just got a text message from somebody in Dallas who said uh, what he did an interview yesterday, and you will understand he wasn't serious. Oh, okay. Well, he was sarcastic. Maybe he was well, being it's, facetious. It wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, but, that, I, that, but guess what? Don't do. Don't don't say and do stupid things. Just don't. Listen, because listen. They, we they, have they, enough. We have enough racial challenges in America. And yeah, I'm reading about real this stuff. boneheaded real stuff. I mean, for example, the the San Francisco Reparations Board is is <laughs> gearing up to to, oh. to grant black residents five million dollars apiece. They want to make multi millionaires out yeah. of uh, a few thousand San Franciscos. For San Franciscans who happen to be black, uh, I, you know, it'd be a nice thing for Scott Adams to react to because that's preposterous. And yeah. to say it's preposterous isn't stupid and isn't racist. In fact, they didn't put any thought into this. They're going to bankrupt San Francisco. The whole thing Pure is pandering. a joke. Pure These pandering. aren't serious people, Mark. No, They're not no. serious. They, the, the, the people who come up with this kind of pandering should be absolutely laughed out of the room. That's all it's about. And And speaking of getting laughed out of the room, man, oh, man. Uh, I, I watched Tucker eviscerate Jimmy Kimmel last night. He played a clip of Jimmy Kimmel 
um, who was mocking and attacking anybody who dared suggest that the virus came from the Wuhan lab. Oh, and, my. Oh. And t- he played the clip. I mean, wow. Oh, wow. Awesome. I mean, and, and, and here's what Tucker said about Jimmy Kimmel. Imagine you're a comedian, and all of a sudden your cue card has all kinds of talking points from politicians and foreign governments on it. You degrade yourself and become complicit in the greatest crime in history. Mark, this is arguably the greatest crime in human history. The, the, the what, what has happened to the world over the last few years and the fact that Fauci and Dr. Collins and all these NIH people gain of function research. And to this moment, Kirby, they doubled down on gain of function. They're acting like it's not, it's here to stay. You know, hey, let's experiment with dangerous. Have you ever seen the John Stewart clip with Stephen Colbert about, about COVID? Have you ever seen this clip? Don't, Guys, don't, can we cue it up for Mark? It is, pla- oh, it doesn't? Oh, this is genius. And I have to admit, I think the guy, I, I don't know, I know I don't uh, politically align with John Stewart. Oh, but I'm, he's smart. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan, a fan of, of some of his work. He, he's yeah. smart, he's clever, he's funny, mm-hmm. and, and, and he, hey, he goes to bat for, for, for veterans and people yes, who've been on does. the pile at 9-11. There's a lot of great things he stands for. Yes. Listen to what he said to a shocked Stephen Colbert, oh, I don't know, about a year ago. What, what, what do you mean by that? Do you mean like well, there's, so there's, perhaps there's, there's a chance that this was created in a lab, there's an investigation? A chance? Well, but if there's evidence, I'd love to hear it. There's I don't a know. novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease <laughs> is the same name as the lab. <laughs> That's just that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they ask those scientists, they're like, how did this so wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan respiratory coronavirus lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. He's so like, good. No. I mean, and it goes on. And he just, Absolutely. and Colbert is stunned. Of course, Colbert's a snake. Colbert oh, is a snake. I love he's it. A, love it, love, it, love he, it. I love to get a taste of his own medicine. So, hey, you know, even a uh, blind squirrel finds an acorn once right. in a while. Huh? Hey, tomorrow, because I, I, the, tomorrow, as a frequent attendee and, and major star at CPAC, tomorrow let's cover who's going, who's not going, <laughs> who's and not and what's going. interesting? Oh, oh, who's not going? DeSantis, not going. I know. Pence, oh, I not know. going. Youngkin, not Pence. going. Ronna McDaniel, yep. not going, because she'd be booed. But let's cover those uh, both those lists, because Trump Sounds definitely good. going. I love it, and we love you, Mike Gallagher, ready you to go. Happy Tuesday. 10 o'clock today, happy Tuesday, and it will be on the Mike Gallagher Show as soon as we're done at 10 on 660 AM, The Answer. 